What is up, ladies and gentle dudes? Welcome back to Get Low. I am Joe. I am A.A. Ron. I got to admit, man, we said this right before we recorded, but it feels good to be home. <laughs> Dude, it, feel, I, it does. I got my feet propped up on my desk with my gallon of Arnold Palmer. I'm, I'm ready. You got the Arnie Palmer, baby? Uh, dude, I, you'd just be lucky I didn't mix vodka in it before we started recording. I wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the this, this band better than this band because they suck. <laughs> really? So so that that's that's what uh that's what that does to you. Okay. <laughs> Dude, vodka vodka changes me. I see. I I, I see for sure. <laughs> no, but I will say it's nice over here in the eastern side of the country. I got my window open in my office because it's cooler outside than it is in the office itself. I got I can hear the crickets in the background. I can hear the sound of night. There you fall. go. There you go. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, if you heard in the last episode, I tried my best to doctor it up, being that Aaron and I were in foreign areas, and uh, it just didn't work out. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually haven't heard the episode yet. Is it bad? Uh, it's not terrible. Is it better than when we first started, when my mic was like five times louder than yours? Um, Worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh really i mean so for all the listeners out there to it, i mean i don't think we fully explained what happened so uh, uh if, as you've all have been listening before i live in the cut um and uh, we were basically dealing with a very massive storm surge coming through um it knocked out my internet and my internet didn't come back on until the next morning well well the next day actually and so of course uh, good old Aaron uh, hooked it up. His dad gave us a spot at his office to record. And so I was using a uh, blue Yeti mic uh, and uh, you were using your regular microphone, but you sounded, sounded like shit. <laughs> you, no, you, you sounded good. You could just tell you're in a much like a uh, much larger room because uh, echoey. Yeah. Cause in that room you had vaulted ceilings and uh, you know, in your current office, you don't. You're in a normal room, um, so the the sound was bouncing a lot further than it usually does for him. And and for me, I was in a much larger room <laughs> using a much more uh, um, reverby uh, condenser microphone. So it was it was very very difficult uh, to uh, jump on the fly, but we were still able to pull it off. Uh, and I was really happy that we could still get a chance to hang out with Enox. And, uh, you know, uh, see what those boys were all about. So that was always kind of cool. sad. It sucks that it wasn't like the best quality due to the circumstances. But guys, we had a blast with those dudes. Oh, yeah. No, it was it was fantastic. Um, Honestly, I, I, I like I, I hope I hope later this year we're still able to bring them back like we were talking about because they were definitely a lot of fun to uh, have on the show. And that's one thing Absolutely. I can I can definitely say that we've we've had the the uh pleasure of is like everybody who's been on the show has been you know people who we'd love to have back so right definitely definitely awesome there um but uh we're home we're we're back uh i i'm back in my setup i feel like me again and um you know uh we're gonna we're gonna jump in and, and uh, have some fun today as well um 
Uh, Joe, no- before we uh, before we get on, because I know you had a topic in mind, but I know that we we don't do this every episode. But uh, do you mind if I talk about a couple of new releases? I already know one of them that you're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I well, know because you sent me a message for it on Facebook of all things, which I don't have access to on my phone. Oh uh, yeah, that was pretty dumb. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, you know that me and Joe have been just fucking sucking the dicks of Of Mice and Men on this podcast, especially with their last few EPs. Well, the third one is on the way and they have released a new single today. So you guys will hear this Monday. So it have been about it had been out for a little while by now, but it just came out today. The day we're recording this, the single leading into their next EP entitled the song is called mosaic and it is the heaviest song that has come out of any of these eps so far and joe's heard pulling teeth so i know that that means something yes yes now i I, i'm gonna fully admit i have not uh i have not heard this song yet um live reaction on air go okay you know what let me do it let me let me go ahead and i'm gonna pull up spotify right now let Are you going to play it here. for the listeners? No, I'm just going to give my reaction uh, on this because uh, we don't have approval to play that song on our show. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do the 30-second challenge. Uh, mice and men. And uh, what a 30-second challenge is, I'm going to play the first 30 seconds of the song and uh, give my uh, my point of view on it. And then you'll listen to the rest later. Got it. Correct. Uh, let me see mosaic. All right, ladies and gents, uh, this is my, uh, live reaction. First 30 seconds of mosaic. Here we go. Oh shit. <laughs> is, is Austin about to scream? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh, we need to do this. Oh, and we broke it off groovy. Oh. Okay, I did 34 seconds, but my god. You didn't hear the breakdown. You didn't hear the the chugs later in this song. Just wait till you hear the whole thing. I need Ladies I need to hear. I need I need to hear this. Oh my god! You know what? Hang on, hang on. Let me give it another thirty seconds. Oh, oh! This is the noise that Joe makes when he's taking a shit, and it's a good shit. Oh, give it to me! Oh, the chorus. It doesn't let up. No. Uh, uh. Oh, and I love how it drops back on the beat. Yep. Those chugs. Oh, my God. Oh. I know we're going deeper. I don't care. <laughs> That's what she said. (laughs) This is apparently also the noises that Joe makes when he's fucking. (laughs) 
Oh, the panic notes. <laughs> He's going oh. to He's gonna listen to the whole song. Oh, my balls dropped. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh, listeners. Oh, listeners. I wish I could play this song for y'all in here. Can you can play like a clip of it, can't you? No, no. We will get copyrighted so quickly. <laughs> just just listen to the whole song, Joe. You're oh. already this deep. Oh, yeah, I got a minute left. Oh. The production is just so good. Like nothing's muddy. It's so just. Yep. Oh. Oh God! Oh, what are you about to do to me? Oh no! Oh no! Oh! This is awesome noise you'll hear while Joe's fucking. I would know. It's been my butthole. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh, this is amazing. I came. Yeah. Twice. No, you did. I felt oh. I felt the the drip from here. Oh my god. <laughs> that that was um was that good for you? It was good for me. Oh no, I enjoyed it. Like I didn't have I didn't have any idea what part of the song you were on until you were like, "Oh no, what are they going to do?" Oh no. Ah! Oh. Can't wait to hear that reaction back. I couldn't hear you at all. Oh, I, was, I was I was given a whole little monologue there. <laughs> um okay, so I'm going to say this about that song. Um for all you listeners out there, go listen to it. It's called Mosaic by of mice and men um if you want a good rendition of what it sounds like um let me see think of a heavier version of public service announcement uh from restoring force like if it's off the flood yeah like oh oh yeah oh yeah like this oh my god i think that's one of their heaviest songs top three heaviest yeah it, it is do- definitely top three um and what i'll say too is just from a musician standpoint joe like you mentioned the production and that is one of the first things that stood out to me when i heard that song was just how clean those instruments sound while also being fucking dirty and tuned low like i, I yeah. just yeah yeah I um yeah no yeah oh so listeners if you haven't heard our previous episodes talking about those last two EPs uh, when I say we suck their dicks you heard it here we suck their dicks because of mice and men has been bringing their putting their best foot forward in the last year with these EPs like yeah yeah like no no disrespect to the previous vocalists but like we got to talk about Aaron, but that's the thing about a mice and men. We don't just need to talk about Aaron. Aaron is amazing. He's perfect and a great vocalist for this band, but you can hear every band member 
at their best Absolutely. In, in these last few EPs. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, like, it, and they changed up the fucking um they changed it up a little bit because they the last two EPs have been very focused on really catchy, clean choruses. But then this song, they're just like, fuck it. We ain't singing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I uh I'm trying to find the words I want to use for that song. Like, like, holy shit, dude. Like, <laughs> like, it, it, I feel like every time, I feel like every time we cover of mice and men, like they just get better. Yep. Every single time. And, and that's the beauty of, of, of mice and men and how, you know, cause I think we've done what two episodes. This is a technically, the third like well installment we've, we've talked about them a lot because we've talked about both eps and then we also did the aaron Pauly versus shaley episode so this would technically be the fourth this is true this is very true um i would say like as much as we've talked about them this is this is the peak performance they've given like like the absolute highest that they've done on the charts for me, at least like I, I would say, I, I would say this is the best damn song we've heard out of all the new material. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. And I've, and I mean, and don't get me wrong. I've been jamming their last two EPs. Like I've been listening to them a lot. And, um, this, this song, uh, like I, <clears throat> I, it, 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 it just dismantles both of those EPs. Uh, bends both of them over both knees and spanks both their asses simultaneously. Like it's like, I like, I genuinely, I, I, it's so impressive to me how one band can continue pushing the envelope and, and just putting out absolutely amazing material over and over and over and over again that surpasses the material from before. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing too is like they're not doing the same thing over and over again. No, they're not. Like so okay, let's talk about this. The Timeless EP was very very singing oriented. It was heavy, but those choruses, man, best choruses they've ever had. Yes. Then we have Bloom, which was not even really chorus focused, but it was more just like I don't even know how to describe Bloom. Bloom was just great. Um okay, so like they have songs like Bloom that had clean choruses, but then they had like pulling teeth with that fucking disgusting ending to that yes. song. Yes. And yes. then we have this new one where it looks like they're just going full on fucking headbang, insert all the fucking like feedback noises and shit. But you know, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the next song was like a ballad of some sort. Because they said that they're releasing this three songs at a time, but it's supposed to rep- it's supposed to be like representation of a of Mice and Men album. And from if I'm remembering correctly, every of Mice and Men album has had a ballad on it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, by the way, I, I while I do think this is fucking nasty and great, I still got to say the Timeless EP was my favorite just because I'm such a fucking chorus boy. I mean, 
Uh, I don't know, man. I can't. I can't agree with you on that. <laughs> I want to hear this whole EP first. Me too. Oh my god! Like I, I like I want to hear what's on. What else is on this EP? Because I feel like <clears throat> if that's what they're showing off first, it's only got to get better from there. Like, yeah, you don't play your best of the best and your single. You know, to leave it to be like a couple other just B sides on the rest of your EP, like. If that is that good, oh shit. <laughs> I will say too, I went back and listened to um Earth and Sky because I hadn't really given that record a chance. But once these EPs started popping up and I was really enjoying them, I went back to listen to Earth and Sky and Earth and Sky is actually really fucking good too. I don't know like that's like the album that had just come out when we saw them at Blue Ridge 2019. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So like this specifically the song earth and sky has the nastiest fucking breakdown at the end which i just thought was fucking beautiful um some other standout songs were taste of regret mushroom cloud i like grave dance so my point is yes they are getting better and better as time goes on but i didn't want to discount earth and sky i mean that's fair that is fair uh, i'll give you that um i don't know i just feel like I feel like it's not discounting if all of it's great uh, because what uh, what I just listened to and what you listened to earlier, yeah, it, it it's just, it surpasses. Like, and that's not to say, like, again, that's not to say anything was bad. Uh, right. That's just to say that, that, that they have pushed the envelope yet again. And that's absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. Before just, we move on to the next release, um, Joe, I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you make a hard decision and I'm going to see if yours is the same as mine. Okay. Out of all of, of Mice and Men's albums, including Austin, Shaley, everyone, every single album, which one would you give up? Which one would I give up? Yeah. That's a that's a fucked up question. Um <laughs> let me see here. What would I give up? Huh. And if you say the self-titled album, I will literally quit this podcast. Um, <clears throat> are we including every album, like the live album as well? No, and not, such? I, okay, so like re- official releases, like not the live album. I'd give up Cold War, Cold World, excuse me. Yeah, that's mine too. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that album is just really sad for me because you can tell Austin was going downhill. And like, I don't know. Yeah, That's it's it's got it's got a lot, a lot behind it. Um, I mean the EPs are fantastic. Earth and Sky is great, Defy is great, um, Restoring Forest, the Flood, you know, self-title, all those f- fantastic. So I mean, yeah, I'd I'd have to say Cold World. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, so the next release I want to bring up is actually something that came out last week, but we we had guests and you know, just wasn't the time. Under Oath have released their third single for their album. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Voyager, Voyeurist. And um, so, okay. The song is called Pneumonia. And, you know, I'm really glad that I've had some time to really think about this before I got to talk about it on the podcast. Because I'm going to keep it real with you for a second. When I first heard the song, first listen. I did not like it at all. It is a very, so first of all, it's seven minutes long. 
Okay. Yep. Second of all, it's a very different style. It's like, it, have you ever listened to like Deftones, de- Deftones to any like extent? Yes. <laughs> it's very, very Deftones. It's very like slow for five minutes or six minutes. And then it just fucking hits at the end, but it doesn't hit in that normal metalcore way. Like what we just heard with the mice and men. So I was doing some research on the song and it turns out that this song is actually about Tim, the guitarist's dad passing away from pneumonia last year. And they said that it was a very outside the box song for them. And it was very different. And, you know, I'm never going to criticize a band for experimenting, especially if it doesn't experiment in the dad rock way. This is a very like not radio friendly song. Um, I would say if you listen to define the great line, do you remember how they did like some instrumental tracks and stuff like that? Uh, yes. Okay. So it's kind of like that, but with vocals. So Upon listening to it more, no, it's not my favorite Under Oath song, but I at least have an appreciation for what it is. Um, so that being said, I'm really proud of my boys. It's a it's a good song. The instrumentals are great. The fucking production is phenomenal. Aaron and Spencer both go back and forth singing, which I always appreciate. It's just not necessarily my speed, but I appreciate it for what it is. I mean, that's fair. I mean, as the thing is, you know, not all songs are going to be up your alley, but if you can appreciate it on a musical standpoint, that's still good. But there are certain songs that you just can't like, it, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> I can say I have not listened to it. Um, but, uh, I get where you're coming from. I, I so Deftones, uh, it's funny you say that I used to jam Deftones a lot and uh, I still do at certain times. They're, they're one of those, like, um, you know, the, the day calls for it kind of bands for me now. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, just speaking on that, that is definitely outside of the box for under oath and what they've done before. Um, I don't know. Uh, and see, I mean, it was strange for me because, um, when I was looking at the reception for the song, I was definitely in the minority, which is kind of weird because usually I'm in the min- minority for liking an under oath song when everyone else doesn't, but this time it was kind of flip-flopped. Everyone else fucking loved it and I didn't, which is fine. I'm like, again, they're my favorite band of all time. I have several tattoos expressing that. So I'll always be proud of them for putting out a banger. It just might not necessarily be a banger to me. And that's okay because the other two singles they've released have been absolute bangers to me. So, you know, it's kind of like a, okay, you know what? That was the one song in the album I might not be a fan of right this second. And it might grow on me. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it for um, sure. So two more quick ones. So <clears throat> I will also say the Devil Wars Prada just dropped a single today called Sacrifice. And that shit is fucking good. <laughs> um, honestly, the Devil Wars Prada, similar to of Mice and Men, have been on a fucking roll lately. Um, they released the Zombie 2 EP, which we discussed on the show. And then the album before that, they released um, The Path, which was just honestly, in my opinion, was the best Devil Wars Prada album. Um, so go listen to that song if you haven't. I know Joe probably hasn't heard it because it just came out today and I didn't send it to him, but it's fucking fire. <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, so that, I mean, that's a fair, uh, fair assessment. Um, I'll be totally honest. The reason I haven't really listened to new music is, uh, solely because <clears throat> I, uh, a lot of listeners know we, you know, we're big metal heads and, uh, 
there's a band I've been sleeping on for a long time. Um, I, uh, I, I, for the first time heard, uh, crystal Lake last night. Oh, and I've been listening to them all day. <laughs> oh, that was literally me. When I first heard crystal Lake, they yeah. are so fucking good. Let me, let me see. Hang on. Uh, the songs like, uh, so the first, I, don't, I can't remember the song that was, was introduced to me last night, but the first song I listened to today, let's see, Crystal, Crystal Lake, uh, was uh, the first song I listened to was Watch Me Burn. That's good I one. essentially played their top five. <clears throat> and, Apollo is my favorite in the top five. Yeah, it, I mean, well, it looks like by, by plays that would, you know a lot of people would agree with you, but uh, I mean, I'm just going to say this straight up, like, holy shit. <laughs> Bro, I like, was so how okay. Two things. One, um, I brought up the vocalist for Crystal Lake. Um, what the fuck is his name? Rio. Um, Rio. I brought Ryu. him up when we Rio. <laughs> I brought him up when we first brought the podcast back as being, in my opinion, the best metalcore vocalist right now. We're gonna have to do an episode on that. That's fine. We can we can do that. We can do let's we'll do an episode of like top five metalcore vocalists or something. It'll be yeah, fun. I'm down for um, that. Anyway, um, and then the second thing is how the fuck are you just now listening to this band? I I I don't know. Like I really don't know. Last with night all I, the, with all the talk we've done in the group chat about this fucking band, I just don't understand how you've missed it until this point. And I feel responsible, honestly. I'm sorry. I uh, so it's funny. Last night I was uh, I was kicking it with some boys from two sides of me um, mm-hmm. on, on Discord, uh, Mr. Tony and Mr. Jared. And um, when uh, when I was hanging out with them, they were like, they, they messaged me. They're like, Hey, you want to come rate songs with us? And I was like, Sure, why not? And so basically, we were just like clicking random songs and playing it and giving it our like our best one out of ten rating. And Crystal Lake popped up last, and I was like, "Oh, well, I've never heard this band before. I've heard of them, but I've never heard them." Um, I was like, "I've heard their vocalist Ryu. He's on uh, uh, God of Fire by yeah. uh, Fit for a King." Um, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I, uh, they were like, "You have not heard of them before?" Like, I was like, "Nope, not at all." And uh, sure enough, I mean, you know, got in there, listened to the song, and I immediately was like, I have been sleeping on god tier metal yep for far too long and then i go look because i'm thinking like oh this band must be new like this band must be like brand new or something like that and i go back and look and this band's been around since 2014 (laughs) oh they've been around longer than that they've been around since like 2006 uh yeah okay so uh, there point taken like where the hell have i been with this band you know they're apparently they're really really big and I want I'm gonna say this and I might be wrong I'm sorry if I am they're really big in Japan I'm pretty sure well yeah they're Japanese well I, I don't know if it's Korea or Japan I didn't I, I'm I anyway um but I'm yes, pretty damn certain they're Japanese okay I'm I'm pretty sure too it's just I don't want to I want to let it know if I'm wrong I'm sorry I don't mean anything by it. Nah, yeah, I mean you're you're good, you're good. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's why I haven't that's, really heard yeah, any no, new that's music funny. today. That's funny that you bring up uh, bands you've been sleeping on because that's about that's gonna be my final t- release that I want to talk about. Okay. So I have been sleeping on a band called Bad Flower. 
So their new album came out. I want to say it was Friday. And, you know, I've heard like one song by them that played on, I think it was either a podcast I was listening to or Sirius XM or something. And um, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll give it a chance. I need some new music to listen to. When I say that this album was the biggest shock of 2021, I mean it. Like that album. I Have you heard Bad Flower? First of all, I have. Okay. They're like kind of like a pop rock but like not more towards the rock side than the pop side. Um, and th- I just, I, they're incredible. Like I, I did not expect to like them, but the songs, the writing of these songs has so much depth and like the instrumentals make sense with what they're talking about in the songs. And I don't know. And it might just be a thing for me where it just resonated with me. I listened to it at the right time, the right day, but like, I have slept on that band and I get the hype now is what I will say. Cause I know they're blowing up pretty massively. Yeah, no, I, um, <clears throat> I have heard them. I will say for all the listeners out there uh, who may not know, but uh, they're not my cup of tea. I figured they wouldn't be honestly. Um, and it's not that I, it's not that I, I I'm going to sit here and say they're a bad band. They're not a bad band by any means. They, they put out great music. They're just not my flavor. So. Right. Well, I will say too, um, the the one song that really caught me and got me listening, they released a single called Family. And I won't go into too much depth about it, but it resonates with me a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and like, I almost cried when I first watched the music video. Like it was that type of experience. So I was like, all right, I got to check the rest of these guys out. They done, they fucking made me cry. I got to, I got to, I got to check the album out. So. That's fair. Go That's- listen to This Is How the World Ends by Bad Flower and uh, let us know what you think. Absolutely. Got some bangers out there for y'all. So definitely go listen to those. Um, <clears throat> and uh, of course, you can always send us messages letting us know what you think. We'll be more than happy to read them on air. Um, but I'd like to jump into uh, what you know what I told you about earlier uh, prior to recording on what a, you know something that came up. Uh, so two episodes ago for all you listeners out there, um, we had talked about the fantastic, uh, amazing, um, (laughs) thoroughly enjoyable, um, hangs with our friends and also the absolute shit show that was Blue Ridge fuck fest. Um, yep. And so this this continues into it. Now this has nothing to do with Blue Ridge Rockfest uh directly. Uh but this has more to do with the Blue Ridge Country Festival who is and you guessed it hosted by the same people. And that would be purpose driven events. Yep. I'm going to read you an article here that went viral in relation to that now and, and the thing is you know we have we aaron you as you know and 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 we've talked about this before and to all the listeners out there we know we have listeners all over the u.s and all over the world um so uh you may if you follow metal injection uh or metal sucks or just loud about wire. any Loudwire, just about any kind of um music reporting um website uh, or journalism, um, 
<clears throat> you will know that Blue Ridge Rock Fest was an absolute shit show. And uh, of course, if you listen to your lovely, you know, uh, papas here in um, Get Low, you know, our firsthand accounts. Well, uh, from Blue Ridge Rock Festival, uh, again, that is hosted by Purpose Driven Events by none other than uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named. Uh, Blue Ridge Country Festival was to be held uh, this past weekend, I believe it was. Yes. Well, no, it's this weekend. Or this weekend, this weekend, this coming weekend, excuse me. Um, For all you listeners, when this comes out, it would have been the weekend we just went through. And let me pause you there. I mean, we do just saying there's a country festival doesn't do it a whole lot of justice. Like it was going to, it wasn't going to be as big as Blue Ridge, but they had some big names. Like I know offhand, it was like Toby Keith was headlining one day. Um, fuck. No, I don't they, it was, it was supposed to be as big as Blue Ridge, like rock fest. It I don't was, think it was supposed to be as big. Uh, I'm talking they about only with, have, with the names, like with the names of, of oh, the people playing. Yeah. So less days and less bands, but the, if you like proportion it out, it would have been like the same size. Yeah. So I'm going to read this article, and this comes from the uh, Chatham uh, Star Tribune, okay? And so for those of you out there who don't know, Chatham is in Virginia, uh, and it's right down the road from uh, uh, where Blue Ridge Rock Fest was held. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to read this to you. We're going to discuss it, give our thoughts, and then, of course, by all means, if you have any opinions on this and you were either directly uh, you know, af- affiliated with this uh, directly involved in any way, whether you were going to be, you know, a uh, um, uh, somebody in attendance uh, or a festival goer or, you know, uh, a vendor or whatever, <clears throat> by all means, let us know, you know, if there's something missing from this picture uh, or what your personal uh, thoughts are. And for all for legal sake, this is all allegedly and we are receiving our information from different articles. So, you know, things can be wrong sometimes, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Well, that's the beautiful part about a podcast. It's all opinions, baby. Right. All right. Chatham, Virginia. The Star Tribune Tuesday morning confirmed purpose-driven events provided false reason as to why the Blue Ridge Country Festival was canceled. Purpose-driven events quietly sent an email to ticket holders Monday containing verifiably false information about why the festival was moved last minute from October 1st through the 3rd, 2021 to May 13th through the 15th, 2022. At the request of health officials, Blue Ridge Country Festival, slated for October 1st through 3rd, 2021, will be postponed to May 13th through the 15th, 2022, due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, the email reads. Pennsylvania Danville Health Department officials vehemently denied ever canceling the event or even suggesting it be postponed. VDH, for those of you out there, Virginia Department of Health, uh, did not cancel the Blue Ridge Country Festival, nor did VDH request that the promoters do so. Robert Parker, VDH Public Information Officer, told the Star Tribune Tuesday around noon. A letter obtained by the Star Tribune from Pennsylvania County Administrator David Smitherman to Purpose Driven Event CEO Jonathan Sly shows the event was postponed because Purpose Driven Events holds no permit to hold the festival and is actively non-compliant with numerous different county regulations. The letter dated September 21st, 2021 reads, Dear Mr. Sly, the purpose of this letter is to inform you that all permits related to the Blue Ridge Country Festival are hereby rescinded due to lack of compliance with action of the Board of Supervisors at its June 22nd, 2021 meeting. Specifically, 
The county does not possess sufficient or approved plans relating to, among other things, traffic parking, camping, and security, nor do we possess a finalized site layout for the festival and camping areas. Many of these issues require a lead time of review that is not possible given the 10 days remaining before your event. If you desire to continue your plans to stage the Blue Ridge Country Festival, it is required that the following be submitted to my office no later than noon on Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. Number one, finalize site plans for the festival grounds and all camping areas. Number two, a traffic control plan and parking plan. Number three, an up-to-date list and contact information for all contractors that will oversee any aspect of the event. Number four, an updated trash management plan that includes specific timeframes for site inspections and collection of any trash in or in or around the venue. Number five, a list of all security personnel so they can be properly vetted by the sheriff's department. Number six, a complete coordinator's package submitted to the Virginia Department of Health. Number seven, a temporary campground application, including complete site maps of all camping locations and portable water source and wastewater hauling information, including any applicable proof of licensing submitted to the Virginia Department of Health. Additionally, no permit will be issued until the county receives full proceeds from the meals tax related to both the Worship at the Mountain and Blue Ridge Rock Festival events. These funds were due to be provided to the Commissioner of the Revenue, Ms. Robin Gord, on Friday, <clears throat> September 17th, 2021. But I understand there has been miscommunication regarding this matter. Please remit full county meals tax proceeds by hand delivery or overnight delivery post haste. Any additional outstanding bills that you have received from Pennsylvania County relating to Worship at the Mountain or Blue Ridge Rock Festival must also be paid in full or an additional $500,000 bond will be required for the Blue Ridge Country Festival. Finally, local officials will be assembled at 3.30 p.m. this Friday, September 24th, 2021 at the County Administration Conference Room at 1 Center Street, Chatham, to review with you all plans submitted on September 23rd. Failure to adequately respond or attend will indicate your intention to not hold the Blue Ridge Country Festival. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out. Event organizers refused to, excuse me, that's the end of the letter. Event organizers refused to respond to media inquiries from the Star Tribune. Blue Ridge Country Festival, which was set to kick off this Friday, being for all the listeners this past Friday, would have featured country stars Toby Keith, Darius Rucker, Jake Owen, Chris Young, Rodney Atkins, Justin Moore, Dustin Lynch, Frankie Ballard, Mitchell Tenpenny, and others. A lot to unpack there. <laughs> so let's let's start at the top here. Let's let's All unpack right. this real quick. <clears throat> so the first line clearly already gives you an indication something's up, and I I I uh, I have my personal beliefs here. Again, these are all opinions. These are not facts. These are things that, uh, based on what we, you know, uh, verifiably went through at Blue Ridge Rock Fest and things that we have read since then, um, you know, this is this is all just in conjunction with uh, evidence that we have gathered on our own accord, listeners. Except for that email that Joe just read from uh, what is it, P- Pennsylvania County to purpose-driven events. That correct? Was real. Yes, because they actually posted that on their Facebook. Yes, that is correct. Um, so <clears throat> the first line here, the Star Tribune Tuesday morning confirmed purpose-driven events uh, provided false reason as to why the Blue Ridge 
country festival was canceled. Great place to start. <laughs> so, so here's my take on it. And this is what I saw and how it transpired in front of me. Okay. So I was scrolling through Facebook one day and I see some comments that are like, yeah, Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge country fest is going to be canceled. Oh, we haven't, we haven't received any official word. Yeah. But they emailed vendors today to let them know. And there was all this back and forth about whether or not the festival was canceled or not. And uh, I think that was Thursday. So then Friday rolls around. Or excuse me, I don't remember when this was. I'm pretty sure it was the days you said. But um, the next day rolls around and people are posting screenshots of these emails that were sent to ticket holders. But there was no official statement made by Purpose Driven Events, Blue Ridge Country Fest, or the man himself. There was nothing. It was just the email sent to ticket holders. Yep. And to sit there and say that the health department has asked that we have the festival in May because of COVID, based off of what you just read, is the absolute biggest load of horseshit I think I have heard. And that is including everything we were promised for Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Yep. I just, that's the part that pisses me off the most is he didn't have it. He didn't have a shit in order, allegedly. So they were like, hey man, you got to have your shit in order to have a big event here. And also you got to pay us because y'all owe us some fucking money. I think that's pretty reasonable. Don't you like, I don't know. That's my take. I don't think they were asking too much. I think that was just normal festival shit. And it sounded like he didn't have it. Correct. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and I, I'm sorry that I didn't, uh, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't and uh, incorporate any much to say to what you had just stated. Um, <clears throat> cause I read something very interesting just now. And I'm going to read it in just a moment. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's it's interesting to say the least. Um, so, okay. So uh, a couple things on, on my end here, just, uh, and if I repeat anything you said, let me know, uh, because what I read is extremely important. Um, a couple things here that tie into this whole thing. And we can honestly unpack a lot of it just in, in one fail swoop. But the fact is one money. Why haven't they paid the County yet? Well, if you're in the screwed by blue Ridge rock festival page on Facebook, you'll have seen a few posts recently. Vendors haven't been paid either. Yep. These vendors were supposed to be paid. And no one's been paid. Yep. Or, so, but, or communication gone out to be paid. Do you remember how we like had the Blue Ridge Rockfest wristbands that we could use to purchase stuff like had a little like a chip in it? Yeah. Supposedly Blue Ridge Rockfest kept all the allegedly kept all the proceeds to that. Well, and that's that's crazy. lawsuits. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm sure there's like at least ten of them right now. Easily, easily. Um, number two, the fact that they haven't turned in a plan of action for any of the points that were made in that email 
for a festival that was taking place just mere weeks after quote unquote one of the biggest rock and metal festivals in the u.s mm-hmm. how in the hell have you not done that yet yeah like you just went through one of the biggest blunders with everything they listed i mean like literally finalize going down the points here again finalize site plans for the festival grounds and all camping areas what was one of the biggest problems they had camping yep parking that was another one number two a traffic control plan and parking plan like what number three an up-to-date list and contact information for all contractors that will oversee any aspect of the event Uh, number four one that a lot of people were complaining about because it was absolutely disgusting an updated trash management plan that includes specific time frames for site inspections and collection of any trash in and around the venue that place was filthy with trash yep number five a list of all security personnel so they can properly be properly vetted by the sheriff's department i wonder why was it the fact that we had Anderson on and he clearly stated that he walked in with a fifth of wild turkey? Was it the fact that people were walking around with weapons on them throughout the entire festival? Was you know, it, it like the the saddest part is it's like you fucked up Blue Ridge Rock Fest. That's one thing. But you literally like, Joe, if this festival would have happened, they would have repeated the exact same behavior twice. Without and, and like you think that they would fucking learn. Like, exactly. like Blue Ridge Rock Fest was one of the biggest, not even just rock festivals, but one of the biggest festivals in the country. Yep. And the Blue Ridge Country Fest was going to be a much smaller scale. One stage, not even a quarter of the amount of artists. Like, this should be a cakewalk after what y'all just went through with Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Yeah, you, you should learn very, very quickly. <clears throat> I mean, that you're, you, you, what you did was incorrect um reevaluate reevaluate exactly and then do everything correctly right like you know it's it's not it's not really that hard um oh but you know the county they're just asking way too much for a parking plan vetted security guards and trash management that's just too much to ask for a fucking festival yeah god he um, makes me sick i i mean i straight up i that he makes me sick yeah yeah, I mean, well, so it's funny. It's funny here because <clears throat> in the Screw by Blue Ridge Rock Festival page, I don't know if you've noticed, but I can't tell if this is the man himself or it's his, uh, dad. his dad. Okay, so it is his dad. Yep. Um, but his dad went in there on his personal account. Yep. And actually posted. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, do you want me to read this? Like, I have it in here in front of me. Well, there's multiple different paragraphs that he posted in different posts. Um, well, I'm talking about the one that he posted yesterday, at 848. Uh, it, this is in direct reflection to someone's uh, comment, but this is an actual post he made on the page. Okay, yeah, go ahead, read it. Um, Adrian, so powerful that uh, so, so powerful shit, so painful <laughs> that you bring up something that has been so devastating to my family. That was my father that was involved in the Ponzi scheme. I wish I could say that my father's terrible decisions with the Ponzi scheme were the only bad decisions that he made in life. But he made he, but he made many more 
He broke my mom's heart repeatedly for decades. His actions long before his Ponzi scheme resulted in our family telling him that he could no longer be a part of our family for a number of years. The news got it wrong. They misreported that my father, 30 years older than I am, was me. So this is sounding like it's actually Jonathan Sly talking about this. Uh, multiple news agencies did this. I called the local news station, Channel 5 News, uh, and because people told me they saw the report on the station and it was very sec- uh, the very second story of the night. I spoke to, with the producer of the program, and they denied that it was ever said on their station. They adamantly denied it. Matter of fact, I will never forget that what they uh, said to me. I am the producer of the show, and I know what news we reported on. I paid $275 to get the entire video transcript and called them back with the evidence that they di- did indeed report the news falsely. No apologies to me. They just said, we'll make the, a retraction tonight, the, and they did, but the damage was done. The news spoke before they had the facts correct, and hurting people were hurt. Uh, even more than before. Uh, my family has received death threats. A lien was mistakenly put on our house. Uh, but the more devastating thing of all is that my 80-year-old mother will die a broken person with a terribly broken heart because of all the hell that my father put her through so many for so many years. Has anyone on here had an abusive father? Can anyone identify that with that kind of pain? It hurts so bad. And to have a bunch of people pile on top of all that pain and add more to it. Well, that is downright cruel. It is a shameful thing to speak before you have the facts. Okay. So that is his dad. I wanted to correct you. That is definitely John Sly's dad. Because from what I heard, there there was a rumor that came out that it was actually John Sly's dad, the person commenting in that Facebook group. But it, so from what I heard, when John posted about it, he said it was, they got the news wrong. It wasn't my dad. They did not mention, however, that it actually was his grandfather. So that's, first of all, that's shady to me. Like, don't worry, guys, they got it wrong. It wasn't my family. Okay, it wasn't your dad, but it was your grandfather. That still raises concerns with what you're pulling now. Yeah, that raises immense concerns. Like, Like, bro, you are the walking example of a fucking modern day Ponzi scheme as far as I'm concerned. I mean, uh, it's definitely a scheme of some sort. I mean, it, it, this is this is just, uh, and again, listeners, this is this is for us to give you information we have, give our opinions. You can formulate your own. Yeah, but tell us we're full of shit and then we have a horrible opinion. Well, um, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we'll accept it. Um, but uh, truth be told, like when you see something like this, like it, it, names on this festival, I'm again. Toby Keith, Darius Rucker, Jake Owen, Chris Young, Rodney Atkins, Justin Moore, Dustin Lynch, Frankie Ballard, Mitchell Tenpenny, and others. Those are not just random names in the country music genre. Mm-mm. Those are big time acts in the country music genre. Yeah, Joe would know. He covered one of them. Uh, kind of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, y- you know, you have such a massive festival happening. I mean, let alone the fact that with uh, Blue Ridge Rockfest, that like there were so many things happening last minute that it definitely seemed like thing there were way too many cracks in what they seemed to be a, having as a sturdy wall, mm-hmm. and a lot of shit was getting through those cracks. But what do you do after it's all said and done, and you see where cracked and where broke? You fix those cracks. You rebuild and you do preventative maintenance to make sure it doesn't happen again. It's called damage control. Literally damage control. I mean, let alone the fact 
that the man himself went and made this massive and I mean massive fucking post on uh was it September 17th as -hmm. an official statement on the Blue Ridge Rock Festival page and you know what's funny about this is the last thing he said in this whole fucking like mess of shit is he's talking about how he's going to retire from this uh or uh, unless unless uh you know he feels as though he should continue with the vision and he also stated in this entire fuck fest of a post that there more information was going to be coming about in the coming days first of all <laughs> first of all how many fucking days do you need for this information to come out yeah cuz have we received anything from john no. at all no zero zilch he didn't like his festival was canceled or i'm sorry postponed and we didn't even hear an official statement from him but we were supposed to get other info about the fuck fest like what a week ago too yeah like okay (laughs) you you fucked up with blue ridge rock fest okay no one will well some people will suck on his butthole and tell him he did great whatever the fuck i don't give a shit oh some people are tongue tongue punching his fucking colon yeah, they are fucking tossing his salad like no other. But the thing is, I that is even after that big fuck up of a festival, in my opinion, that's still forgivable at some point if you fucking fix it. But Joe, it's gotten worse. I mean, yeah. truly. Yeah, it has not gotten better by any form or fashion. It's progressively gotten worse. And that's that's what's worrisome for everybody who had a horrible time who's trying to get their money back who's trying to you know recoup the damages that i mean you know let alone the individuals who went through a bunch of shit uh literally on the campsite you know uh where they i mean they were literally batting battling actual shit like let alone the fact that you have uh, you know, I'm I'm assuming easily hundreds of thousands of dollars in uh, payments you have to make to the vendors. Uh, I'm curious if the bands got paid. You know, like it it blows my fucking mind that you Not went to mention through- you have people coming from across the fucking country, the western side of the fucking country, that were like, "Sorry, we don't have any space for you to sleep tonight." Exactly. Exactly. And so it blows my fucking mind that you went through all of this shit. You make an official statement saying it's it's essentially a, a pity party is what it is. You gave half-ass reasoning, uh, in my opinion, to a lot of what happened. Um, it, you say you were on site throughout the entire process, seeing all of this shit get dismantled. And you just stood by and did nothing. You like you see hundreds of or tens of thousands, we'll say tens of thousands of people rolling in your front gate. You knew there without a doubt you had to have caught wind that people had a paraphernalia on them in any form and fashion. Mm-hmm. But yet you tell your security or it, it, I'm a, I, excuse me. You didn't tell your security shit because no security was checking people. The most they were checking was that people had wristbands to get in. That was it. Well, that wasn't, and that wasn't even foolproof. You know how many people were walking around without fucking wristbands that just snuck in? Oh, a bunch. 
an absolute bunch. It's like, let's make sure that let's at least try to make sure that the people that are here, people that paid us money. But, you know, that dude that just walked in with a fifth of liquor and said that he has a gun on him. Just leave him be. He's good. He paid his ticket. Yeah, he paid his way. We got his money. Don't worry. He's yeah, good. Don't, he, he can shoot up the whole fucking place. We're still rich. Like, like it, it doesn't it, going back to what you said, you know, the, the news reported and, and they, they did damage control and the fact that they were got it wrong, saying it was actually his grandfather and all this other shit. There's so many pieces to this fucked up puzzle that the puzzle like isn't just fucked up anymore. The picture itself is starting to get really fucking like shady. Like all of this shit happens at Blue Ridge. It falls apart by the fourth day of it all. Things are kind of working. In reality, they weren't really working at all. Uh, I mean, you, you, yes, your, your patrons there were there and having a, a good time watching bands, but those bands from my knowledge were having a hell of a fucking time just trying to even get in, let alone play the show. Then on top of that, you know, you, there's multiple notices of vendors coming out saying, Hey, we haven't gotten paid. Vendors don't just come out and say personal information like, Hey, we haven't fucking gotten paid that shit. That's done behind the scenes. If your vendors are that pissed off that they haven't gotten paid, you're all so at this point, vendors are pissed they haven't gotten paid. Your your people who are trying to get their refunds for the fact that you fucked them over on day one uh are trying to get their money back, can't do that uh because you won't issue refunds. Now it's coming out that your grandfather ran a fucking Ponzi scheme and it's apparently been a train wreck on your family. You know, forgive me for the for the potential um, opinionated piece here, but you fucked everyone over tremendously in your own fucking scheme. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and then thought more... you could get away with it with the country festival. Yeah, I have actually some more information here that I wanted to read. So this comes from uh, breaking news with uh, YesWeekly.com. Um, Purpose Driven Events CEO Jonathan Sly broke his silence Tuesday afternoon telling the Star Tribune he could have absolutely moved forward with Blue Ridge Country Festival. The reason that we did not finish finalizing the rest of these plans is because we had been contacted starting Monday by a couple of government officials that stated there was a good chance and likelihood that COVID would play an effect into that and that COVID was a factor. The Virginia Department of Health and Danville, Pennsylvania County District denied canceling the event or even suggesting it be postponed. VDH did not cancel the Blue Ridge Country Fest, nor did VDH request the promoters do so, which from the email that Joe read earlier, that's fact. Um, the situation deepens beyond just health, Sly said. We have had a few artists that dropped off the bill. There were different reasons why numerous artists had to drop the bill. We had to get all of our ducks in a row with the artists. We have to get them to approve everything. Sly maintained that COVID concerns were the ultimate reason the event was pushed into next year's three days before it was set to start. We wanted the event to be conducted more safely in May. Why force the festival to move forward when it doesn't need to? Okay, so we just got a whole lot of bullshit and a little bit of truth. That's something that wasn't mentioned in the original post that you read was that artists had dropped off. Well, that was to be expected. Right. But that's my point. Three days before the festival, he hadn't mentioned that artists had dropped off. 
No, he didn't. Well, it was the same shit he did in Blue Ridge. In, in uh, BRRF, he didn't mention that bands were dropping off until the day the festival was taking place. Yeah. And some of these bands had already made mention they weren't going to be playing shows. Yep. Taking it off their website, made tweets. Like- yeah. Like, there were some bands who silently removed them because, like, they were just like, look, we just can't do some of these shows. Like, this just yeah. isn't doable. And that's because they're trying to be safe. But he waited until the last damn minute to say all this shit. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like, I'm not surprised that he didn't say anything because he didn't say anything. Like, it was like the last day. He waited until the last minute to talk about, or, no, excuse me, he didn't even say anything. Blue Ridge didn't even say anything about the fact that they were moving bands around due to the other bands that had dropped. Mm-hmm. Because more and than no one- just big name acts had dropped, some of the uh, some of the to- like the the smaller touring acts had dropped as well, causing an entire fucking uh, fuck up of the schedule. Yep. And the other thing was, even when they did make the changes on the website for the time slots, no one could fucking log on to the website to check the time slots because no one had fucking cell phone service. Correct. Correct. And that's also something that they've had a problem with before, but we won't fucking touch on that. But. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, and you know, not to, not to go around in circles here, you know, uh, really to bring this more to a conclusion, but it's not it, the sad, undeniable truth of this all is uh, if you attended the festival, you completely understand what Aaron and I are saying when we say this is not surprising in any form and fashion no. whatsoever. If anything, it just makes me feel more validated that this shit is continuing to happen while all those other people were like, oh, y'all talking shit about the festival didn't even go. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's like, bitch, it, it is front and center online right now. What is happening? You're meaning to tell me that my experience, it was invalid because yours was good. Okay, let's keep watching. Stay tuned. And here is what we got. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't even mad. I was just like, <laughs> why are we surprised? Yep. I mean, it, honestly, like I'm not even remotely surprised. I'm not. And I'll uh, be completely forthright. I did get, I was, I was contacted by a member of the Blue Ridge staff and we had an extensive conversation and I was given rollover tickets for next year for me and my friends. So that's not that the, the reason I say that is because I don't want to get accused of, Oh, you're mentioning all the bad, none of the good. Sure. Thanks for giving me tickets to next year's fucks fest. I, I appreciate it. Don't know if I'll be going. Don't know if any of my friends will be going. Um, but here's the problem. You can't put a bandaid on a severed limb and expect it to heal. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. You can't um, get mauled by a chainsaw and put some fucking ointment on it. That's exactly right. And uh, I mean, I I don't, I, I don't want to consistently be a Debbie downer. This will probably be one, you know, this, I mean, this may very well be one of the last times we talk about this, unless more news comes up that we just can't get around. Yeah. Then but, we will absolutely talk about it. Yeah. But the thing, the undeniable truth of this all is that there is a lot of shady shit going down right now and has been going down for weeks to the point where, we are not being told the entire truth. Right. Um, and that in and of itself really, really, really puts a negative taste in my mouth. I I mean, it, it, you see this with the Blue Ridge Country uh, Festival, you know, 
uh, yeah, or uh, well, yeah, the Blue Ridge Country Festival. You you saw this with Blue Ridge Rock Festival. You know, it, I, I I can easily say that even though you did get these free tickets that they gave you for for the band aid on the severed limb, uh, you know, analogy you used, uh, I I won't be in attendance because I'm not going to give any kind of publicity to uh him at all right you know i I, i'm not uh i don't just say publicity support that that's the word i'm looking for i'm not going to give any support at all um to him because this is becoming way worse than it ever should have been and i think it's very fair for every single individual who attended that festival who was planning to attend the blue ridge country festival it is one, without a doubt 100% absolutely fair to ask for total transparency from the promoter. When you are consistently in support of this band, uh, you know, I mean, not band, excuse me, when you're consistently in support of this, uh, of this uh, promoter, when you're in consistent support of, uh, you know, the festivals that are put on, the shows that are put on, I think it's absolutely fair to ask of that, that promoter to be without a doubt 100% transparent about everything going on at the time it's happening. Right. Don't don't wait cuz when you wait for these things, when you wait and you try to do this later on, it makes it so that you you I mean if even if your intent wasn't to be dishonest, it makes you look absolutely dishonest in every way. Especially when you're like advocating for this fan-driven experience and honesty and for fucking all of COVID and a year plus, like leading up to the festivals. I mean, that's their thing. Purpose-driven events, fan-fueled, um, honest. I'm coming here today to do a Facebook Live because I want to be honest with the fans. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't do that and then pull this shit and think that you can just, oh, that was one year. We'll come back stronger next year. You can't do that because you just shit on your whole fucking idea surrounding your company yep and also something i want to say too um a lot of people were talking about oh you're not supporting john sly by going to the festival he doesn't take a salary you're supporting the bands well let me just fucking tell y'all for once and for all that the smaller bands that need our support they had to pay to be at the festival so your ticket sales and all that shit, all your parking passes and your fucking golden circle VIP, that does not go to the bands that need the support. Literally, I won't say any names because it's not my place to, but I know several small bands that played upwards of like $2,000 just to play a fucking 25-minute set. Yep. So no, you're not supporting those bands. Breaking Benjamin, yeah, I'm sure they're getting paid fucking out the ass. Much respect. They fucking deserve it. But you know what? They don't need it like the small bands do. If you want to support bands like that, you don't go to festivals. You go see them in fucking bars and the smaller fucking 300 cap rooms and shit like that. But when we dropped money in these tickets, the smaller bands, friends of ours, they didn't see any of that fucking money. Like... I don't know. It just gets me heated. I mean, and with good reason. Uh, I mean, with good reason. It, 
there's so much there's so much negative happening with this um uh, on a positive note which i i find kind of funny um if you scroll through the screw by blue ridge page and the blue ridge uh rock fest fan zone uh apparently someone got knocked up at uh, the festival so hey i did see that and they're like p.s it didn't happen in the porta potties yeah we all know you're full of shit <laughs> yeah apparently somebody was boning the porta potties and there was actually like footprints on the wall of it, it was kind of funny uh, uh and apparently but, um on another lighter note um there's pictures in the screwed by blue ridge Rockfest group of john sly attending louder than life last weekend <laughs> are you serious dead ass and then louder than life got canceled after like one day Man, he's got a curse, doesn't he? Oh my goodness! Let me actually stop my, the reverberation of my mic stand over here. I'm gonna look at something real quick. I'm just—I just, just want to see if I can find. Uh... I do find it kind of strange that all of the big bands were posting about how great their experience was, and no one's talked about being screwed by them or nothing. Yeah, like do you think he just made sure the bands were taken care of and nothing else? That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this real quick uh, to a point we made earlier. I've been uh, rummaging through the Blue Ridge Rockfest fan zone because I noticed in uh, Sly's other post, he said he was going to do a, a live video in the fan zone. Nothing, okay. Nothing's no. in there. So. And the main moderator for the Blue Ridge Rockfest fan group stepped down yesterday. I'm not surprised. The, the person said that they just couldn't handle it anymore. They just were like, fucking, I'm done. Uh, oh, Lord. We're getting more messages in the uh, screw by Blue Ridge page. This just, I mean, it gets worse and worse. Oh, my God. Literally, literally what we were just talking about. There's a video right here. I shit you not. There's a video of a dude not even wearing a wristband, walks by security, walks right on in. Yep. I saw and that. And the, the caption says, no wristband, no problem. I'd, I'd done this just to prove a point. Mm-hmm. God, I wish Anderson would have recorded the fucking liquor and the conversation he had with the security guard. Yeah, same. I, I do wish that had happened. But listeners, you know, we've given you our opinions. Um, again, this is probably be one of the last times we, we, unless something massive happens and we, you know, have to report on it again, this will probably be one of the last times we talk about this for a while. Um uh, I, I can't say that this will be the official last time because with all the shady shit happening, it would not surprise me if something else pops up. But let us know your thoughts. Um, you can always tweet us where, Aaron? At get underscore low underscore pod. That's exactly right. And you can always reach us at anchor.fm forward slash get low podcast. You can send us your voice messages or text messages there as well. Um, and And feel free. Like if you attended the festival and you feel as though we're full of shit, or you feel as though we're pretty validated in what we're saying here. Um, and any, any any comments at all, we welcome them. We'll be more than happy to listen to and or read them on the show and uh, go over them as well. Yep. But, um, you know, uh, it, it just goes to show very simply that, uh, you know, the fan-driven fan experience uh, isn't fan-driven at all if you don't have the transparency, to be honest, uh, with the fans. Um so guys and i will say um coming to a close here obviously you know i'm i'm famous around here for teasing shit but um y'all we got a we got a pretty big interview coming in october um so stick around for that um we might also possibly notice uh, a little bit of absence from our favorite host of this podcast um you know and i wanted to just touch on that real quick to let y'all know that uh 
fuck tonsils. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm uh, in We're about a month. this baby up. In about a month, I'm going to be uh, taking uh, a couple weeks off uh, from the show. So Aaron will be holding down the fort by himself. Um, and the main reason is because uh, what I should have gotten done in the third grade, here I am turning 30 this year and finally getting it done. I am getting my tonsils ripped out because it's actually blocking my airway. So Right. That's and a we, lot of fun. It's because he wants to sing without restricted airflow through his throat so he can serenade us all with country music about sweat and butt cracks. Imagine. Imagine the possibilities. Um, so, but, yeah, big interview coming. We got some stuff coming up. You know, obviously, I'm just teasing y'all. I'm not going to actually announce it. But, uh, yeah, um, we're not going to talk about Corey Taylor and Machine Gun Kelly because fuck that story that's been looped 8 oh million fucking times. Oh, my God. That's just a... I, I think MGK has gotten what he deserved, but nonetheless, we're going to head out. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to miss y'all while I'm gone, but I promise while I'm here, we're going to give y'all some uh, fantastic stuff to listen to uh, and some great discussions. So, uh, you know, mark it on your calendars, send all the positive vibes for, a, 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 you know, an, a pretty good, uh, solid, amazing uh, surgery. This will be my first surgery. So while it's not a massive, it's still a surgery nonetheless. And I am honestly kind of terrified, but uh i think you should i think you should record yourself getting high off of the laughing gas or whatever the fuck and like so we can play an audio clip on the episode while you're gone yeah i'll definitely just like when 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 lorraine picks you up just have the fucking phone filming you or something like that and send it to me it's just a bit baby i'm chicken nuggets dumb fucking (laughs) titty nuggets (laughs) oh god That'll be a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, definitely please send all the positive vibes uh, my way. I do appreciate it because uh, the the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh shit, this is an actual surgery. So, uh, but yeah, Aaron's going to hold down the fort at that time. Uh, you got me for a few weeks and then, like I said, taking a break uh, to heal up and then I'll be back. But, uh, you know, uh, until then, Can we will. Can you still will... suck cock with your tonsils out? I'll get back to you on that. Um <laughs> Until then, uh, you know, we will certainly be bringing you fun stuff every week. And so we will absolutely be back next week with another fun one for you. But until then, it is time to go. I am Joe. I am A.A. Ron. And as always, get low. Get low.